Welcome into the hustle episode two season two. I am Drew Martin joined by three of my best friends out there. Chris Thurston, Adam Trigger, Kelly Stewart. We're bringing you week one college football week zero recap going around the horn here. We got Chris Thurston. Check him out on Twitter as well. CT bet 16. Welcome in buddy. How you feeling? Drew Martin bets. It's like Christmas Eve, right? Tomorrow, Thursday, 6 p.m. The marathon starts. We get it from Tomorrow night, 6 p.m. until all through the holiday weekend, through Labor Day, uh, finishing things off is Clemson, Georgia Tech on Labor Day, 8 Eastern. It should be an awesome weekend. Week one, college football is finally here. Uh, couldn't think of a better way to kick things off uh, with you three assholes. Yeah, the night before <laughs> it all starts and Kelly Stewart um of course you guys know her on twitter at kelly in vegas find her on wager talk youtube channel bet on it as well kelly how's your wednesday going uh well i didn't appreciate getting called an asshole by chris just to start the show i mean i know that i'm the biggest asshole on the show but i didn't need to be called that uh yeah life's really good i just did three episodes of bet on it tonight we're gonna have out the college football edition the nfc preview and the afc preview i don't know how the hell joe and i made it here on time but we're here I'm running on fumes, and I cannot wait to be mean to Trig for the next 45 minutes. Speaking of Trig, follow him on Twitter, at TopFlightSI. Trig, welcome in, man. What's going on, Drew? Kel, I wouldn't want it any other way. And uh, yeah, I guess I'll just remind you at the top of the show that last week you gave me shit. I said the Bills were my, were, were my play to win the Super Bowl. And then Jay Cornergay didn't even have volume, but but he just he, – he was so – in agreement with me that he took the time to write out a little sign just to let you know that probably my favorite hustle moment to this point i i, I don't know that might that's like top I, three i literally forgot show we did a show last weekend i was so exhausted from coming back <laughs> from vegas just completely depleted did a couple other shows i completely forgot we did a show last week and uh thank you for reminding me jay cornegay is the best is he joining us today drew he next week he he next couldn't make week. it okay. today yeah but we have so, a, we have a guest today or we don't have a guest today because i know chris thurston wrote this beautiful rundown but i have not had 30 seconds in my day to read it <laughs> i used to get yelled at for not reading the rundown i read that i read Listen, it so cover to cover work twice for a living trade we can't all be professional handicappers i, I basically work for out. you so i don't know what that, you know <laughs> <laughs> and let me take this chance as a, a little bit of banter before we get into the games to remind you, we are brought to you by Viva Tequila Seltzer. Check it out, vivatequilaseltzer.com. If you use the coupon code HUSTLE at checkout, it takes 10% off your order. I recommend getting a bunch of them, guys. You got to pay for shipping and handling, so might as well just order as many cans as possible. vivatequilaseltzer.com, coupon code HUSTLE at checkout. Also here, um, we heard you like tequila. But if you try to tequila seltzer, look, it's available in four deliciously drinkable flavors, including elderberry, huckleberry, watermelon, and grapefruit. Each flavor complemented by a light tequila taste and a touch of carbonation, 4.5% ABV, served best cold on ice. Guys, if you're going to pour a, a shot of tequila in it, I recommend elderberry. It kind of uh, hides that, like sharp tasted tequila so uh if you want a loaded tequila that's the one what i would I put, point you towards. what were you which flavor were you drinking when we were in new york trig where i just stole the bottle of pink whitney from whoever and just dumped it right into your viva oh uh, that was huckleberry and that actually was pretty good uh that that was 
a solid mixture because it's been, I mean, it makes sense, right? It's like blueberry because huckleberry is like a version of blueberry, I think. But my number one uh, Viva flavor, by the way, uh, I think it's the best by far. I don't know how anyone would argue with that, but the Pink Whitney's a berry. So you got two berries going at it. It was great. I, I drank a couple of those. I like it. I, I'm working on the Paloma version. I know we have a, a classic mixologist that does all of the Viva seltzers, but I, I'm sick of waiting. I asked for it. They gave me a couple other flavors. I'm like, you know what? I'll just do it myself. So next week, I'm going to have a Viva Paloma, and I'm going to teach you guys how to make it on the show. Wow. <laughs> I used to be a bartender. Right. I don't know if you knew that, CT Betts. Uh, I used to be a bartender. It's kind of like really funny that people used to make fun of me for that, but it was an awesome job, and I'm uh, fucking really good at it. Weird. I did know that, Kel, and uh, let it be known, uh, CT Betts was a bartender since he was 18 and just hung him up about five years ago, so I'm right there with you, babe. Wait, where did you bartend at, Kelly? Oh God, all over Vegas. Are you kidding me? You have okay. to see this is the thing. If you're if you're not a good bartender, you're a cocktail waitress, right? And I made the mistake of when I got to Vegas, I'm like, yeah, I'm a great bartender. And then I get behind the bar and I just crush it. And they and then I realized, wait, those girls out there in the high heels get to sit at the table and pour out of a bottle and just hang out and they make twice, if not three times the amount of money I'm making. I'm behind this bar just getting demolished. So I just started lying. I was like, oh no, I don't know how to bartend. <laughs> Oh, wow. I wonder why it works like Dark that. Ball. Yeah, most restaurants, you make more behind the bar than you do as a server. Not yeah, well, not when, you, not when you're doing bottle service. Come on, Greg, Goose, 600 bucks a bottle right there. 20% yeah. tip, auto grat. That's 120 bucks in your pocket. I mean, yeah, you got to tip some other people out, but just it's just basic math at that point to know that those girls are going to make more money. Like it. Kelly in Vegas bringing the heat behind the bar in Las Vegas. Hey, we do have a week zero recap here, Trigger. Are we doing a recap section or are we just getting into the big game breakdown? No, we got a, we got a big recap section, Drew, because okay. we got to announce our contest winner. Guys, I mean, got to listen to the rules, okay? We had three people pick <laughs> Northwestern Moneyline, which is, is great because that was the contest. Pick the biggest upset winner outright of the weekend. And that was Northwestern, but only one guy gave us a total. And the rule was the tiebreaker was the total of Vandy Hawaii. So Bobby Arnett at Bobby Arnett two. Happy he won because I know he watches like a loyal listener. He's been watching since like the first show. He had Northwestern money line and a total of 50, but he was the only one to pick a total. So he didn't need to beat anyone else, although he did get pretty close. Uh, I think with the, I think he was only like nine points off of the total. So he wins a four pack of Viva and some Hustle uh, Pod merch. So Bobby, we'll DM you probably at some point this week. But if you if you're watching right now, just shoot us your info and we'll get that out to you. Um, Drew, also we got to recap the big game breakdown section last week, which completely swept. Everyone won their big game breakdown. CT bets. I mean, this got like that's got really got to be the first hula of the season because he gives out Northwestern and it wins outright as like a two touchdown underdog. Uh, Kelly in Vegas piggybacked that and, and said that she liked Northwestern as well. And then Drew, both of our preseason football plays won. You had Raiders Pats under went under easily. I think it was a twenty three to six final, and I gave out the Dolphins and they won by like a hundred, probably the biggest blowout of. The preseason, I believe 48 to 10. You don't see 48 points scored by one team in a preseason football game very often. 48-10, the Dolphins won that game. A sweep of the big game breakdown. 
And I guess I'll just kind of throw out here the only none of our best bets were bets for week zero um, last week. CT bets gave LSU minus three out. We'll recap cap that at the end of the show as well. And of course, as I reminded Kel already, my best bet for the show was the Bills plus six fifty to win the Super Bowl. And you know what? We we I can basically bring that up every week because you know I've got like eighteen weeks for for that to you know me to know if I'm winning that or not. So I'll just keep bringing it up. Ah, <sighs> uh, here we go. You ready to listen to that? Uh, each and every episode here, season two, CT bets. Uh, uh, hey, we swept the board, man, in big game breakdown yeah. last week. It's a tough follow. What, what, what do you got for this week? What's on your mind? Yeah, Drew. So uh, we'll go right to my big game breakdown. I tweeted this out last night. This is a game that goes uh, tomorrow night, Thursday, kicking things off in the Big Ten. It's Penn State at Purdue. Uh, and I'm on the Purdue Boilmakers here. Uh, I think Kel feels the same way. I'm, I'm kind of high on this team uh, this year, Drew. I think uh, they're going to battle uh, hard all year long. I think they have actually a good shot to win the West. I kind of think it's wide open there uh, over in the West. They have enough talent, depth, uh, experience to do just that. Uh, Drew, this really just comes down to a coach I respect in Jeff Brom versus a coach I have very little respect for in James Franklin. Uh, he's had a decent record in his eight years uh, down there in State College, but uh, I don't want to sound like a, a, an asshole, but he's kind of fucking brain dead like Scott Frost. <laughs> so many games, and the play calling is absolutely atrocious. Purdue's coming off a nine-win season last year. Uh, Drew Martin bets it's highest since 2003. Uh, they get back six on offense, nine on defense, and, but more importantly, they get back uh, the trigger man, Aiden O'Connell. He's going to be back. He could thrive. He's got some of these wideouts. They're, uh, they're young players, but they could step up. They do lose David Bell to the draft, but they get back big tight end Payne Durham. Uh, and we see that big tight end play a big role out there in these Big Ten uh, games, Drew Martin bets. And I think Payne Durham is going to be a big big factor in this game. Aiden's going to be able to give him a, give him the, the rock and he's going to be able to get some yards there. Uh, the defense is loaded returning with starters there. Penn state brings back six on offense, six on D uh, they bring in some new talent there. I just think they're a few years away and I think they need to get a rid, rid of uh, Franklin here. So uh, Ross 80 stadium will be uh, rocking Thursday night in uh, West Lafayette. Drew Martin bets. I'll be on the points with Purdue plus three and a half. And uh, like Kel likes to say, I'm betting the money line as well. Drew Martin bets Purdue plus three and a half for my big game breakdown. The Boilermakers plus the points. I like it. Great breakdown from CT bets. Kelly in Vegas. Uh, did, did you have one you wanted to break down for big game breakdown? You know, I'll keep it quick. Uh, this is just a, a play because it's Thursday night, right? Like, I'm so chomping at the bit. And normally I show a lot more discipline. I am on Purdue uh, with CT bets, but I'm going to add a little to it. And it's because there's not a lot of big dogs this weekend, at least not a lot of big dogs that I think are going to win outright, right? Like, I, I'm not looking at those, uh, you know, 30-point plus underdogs like Trig thinking UTEP can beat Oklahoma. Uh, that's just a joke in our group chat. Sorry. I asked. The guys, I sent him my list, and he goes, why isn't UTEP on your list? And I go, I don't know, Trig. I didn't think that they could win in Norman. My bad. I get it. You <laughs> like the points. Uh, that being said, I'm going to look towards uh, going over to Pittsburgh, right? Uh, no Kenny Pickett. I understand. Guess who is their new quarterback? Kedden Slovis. 
okay? He should be okay because he's got a ton of experience because he was with the USC Trojans. USC. And guess what? That doesn't mean shit to me. <laughs> I think that this offense is going to be really hurting without Kenny Pickett, their leader. And I do believe that they're just a little overvalued here. Now, I understand picking seven and a half versus the money line is a significant difference here, but I do think that this is worth a little bit of a sprinkle. Neil Brown has been an excellent road underdog. Let me pull it up because I don't want to fuck up our good friend Mark uh, Mark's stat here. Mark Lawrence, if you guys haven't met him, I got to finally meet him in person at the Wager Talk meet and greet in Vegas. He and I are like kindred spirits. If he was like, I don't know, 40 years younger, he would probably be my husband, and we would just find all <laughs> of the underdogs. We would just sit there on our couch all day, and we'd bet every underdog on the fucking board because that's what he and I are looking for. Coach Brown... <laughs> 14-7-2 against the spread as a road dog. I like what Neil Brown is doing, and yes, it's taken a little bit of time here, but they also have a transfer quarterback in JT Daniels. Not saying he is going to be um, some prolific guy in West Virginia, but I'm not counting him out just yet because he has a new offensive coordinator named Graham Harrell. So let's take the Mountaineers plus the points, and I'm going to do something fun just because it's the first week of college football. I'm going to take that Purdue money line, and I'm going to put them together with that West Virginia money line. Just a little baby parlay for Thursday night, just for fun. See if we can't, uh, you know, catch lightning in the bottle early. Shoot. Parlay the money line dogs Thursday night from KIV. I like it. Good breakdown there, Kelly. Um, speaking <laughs> hey, of Drew, underdogs. Yeah, yeah. True. Can I just jump Go in ahead. for a second? Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just wanted to no, jump in and say um, I love Kel's breakdown there because – Everybody I've talked to in the entire world, the entire gambling community is so high on Pitt. It doesn't make sense to me. I couldn't yeah. agree more with her. I haven't got to the window yet on West Va, but I lean West Va. I think West Va is going to be not the best team this year in the Big 12. I think they're going to be average at best, but I think in the backyard brawl, they can make this a game. So, Kel, I just wanted to point out, uh, to you. I think that was a great breakdown because everybody I talked to is all over Pitt and Mark Whipple's gone as well. Offensive coordinator, Kenny Pickett. Very good point. Uh, Addison's, uh, he's off to USC. So where are they getting the offense from, Kel? I just wanted to give you some kudos because I'm with you on that one as well. Yeah, I think this is going to be a fun start to the year, Drew Martin Betts. And even if they can't win, this is a an old school rivalry, right? These teams hate each other. Hate each other. And you want to give me Touch on it. I'm not going to sit here and say that West Virginia is the better defense plus the points, but I do think that they have a solid defense. Their, their secondary kind of gives me a little bit of question marks, but hopefully they've worked out some of those issues during the offseason, come out playing strong uh, Thursday night under the lights and pit. Kelly, I, I love the breakdown as well. And I also want to bring up looking at the Wager Talk live odds screen, guys, which is, by the way, the best free live odds out there, wagertalk.com live odds tab. Um, it was as high as eight. Now it's back down to seven flat at most shops. So we have seen buyback there on the Mountaineers, which I think is important. Kelly, the one thing I'm worried about with, with West Virginia, because I like them too. I was even talking with John Murray about it at the meet and greet. Uh, you brought up Neil Brown. I mean, what he was able to do in the Sunbelt Conference was awesome to get this job. I think he's gonna he, he's got the program headed in the right direction. JT Daniels, we'll see how it goes. You touched on that. What I worry about is, like CT Bet said, everybody on Pittsburgh, I don't worry about that as much. But the reason that I've heard is their defensive and offensive lines 
are that good. And coming into week one, seeing West Virginia for the first time, this is almost one of those, I'd like to see like a drive from each team. And is West Virginia really getting pushed around? Because then I don't like it as much. But if they're if they're going toe-to-toe with Pitt in, in the trenches, I'll take I'll take a touchdown all day, KIB. I like that, Drew. Maybe a little live bet action, and uh, we'll see how it goes. I just was looking just because I was curious. Uh, doing a show with Joe Ranieri now makes me look at first halves a significant amount more. I do think that, uh, again, these two teams hate each other, and I expect this to be a knockout dragout. And by all means, Pitt could pull away there at the end. Uh, West Virginia first half, five and a half. Yeah. Very, very, very interesting. Drew mentioned this one opened uh, significantly higher. It's been bet down and then got bet back up. I saw sevens earlier in the week, then seven and a half. Drew was right. We hit an eight. And now we're starting to see sevens. I did. There is still seven and a halves available. So make sure you guys always get the best of the number. Uh, that's what we'd like to talk about as well here on the show. Help you make better bets. Absolutely. Well said, Kelly. And uh, these two teams are close. One of the better rivalry names too. the backyard brawl should be a lot of West Virginia fans there in Pittsburgh. Trig, did you have a big game breakdown you want to bring up, man? We're looking to sweep the board again. Yeah, Drew, I, you know, I don't disagree with those two, uh, but I'm going to go to I'm going to go to Saturday uh, and I'm going to go to Boone, North Carolina, Drew, uh, for what I consider to be a pretty big for what I consider to be a pretty big game. I, you know, (laughs) I. I texted the group chat and I said, is this, is this just ridiculous? Like to, it, it, I, I talked myself into this one, Drew. I spent all day thinking about it. And you know what really did it for me uh, was when I, couple, I read a quote and, and then I realized that last week when North Carolina played Florida A&M, uh, Florida A&M was missing 25 players in that game due to eligibility issues. And they had seven offensive linemen and somehow that was a 35-24 game going into the fourth quarter. And then North Carolina kind of pulled away. And Mac Brown, in the post-game press conference, said that was one of the best first games I've ever seen in, re- in, in reference to Drake May throwing five touchdowns in his first career start. Drew, the, the, it, that doesn't surprise me because Mac Brown's essentially like a head, a head CEO of sort. He's not like... He's more of like a program ambassador type guy, in my opinion. Like, because most head coaches would have been so pissed off at how the first three quarters of that game went that they would have forgotten to compliment their quarterback on a good game. Because that was not a good first three quarters of football from North Carolina. And they made that game look like a blowout at the end um, by, by kind of throwing, they added like 18 points in the fourth, in the fourth quarter. Now they go on the road to play an Appalachian State team that's a veteran team. They've got a veteran quarterback in Chase Bryce, and they they should be able to, to run the ball without much issue here. Like, you go back to last season, the reason North Carolina was so bad was their defense, and then they give up 335 yards to Florida A&M, who was missing, like, half their team. So I get, like, maybe they weren't up for the Florida A&M game, whatever. Like, they've you know, they've got some moving parts they should improve. Like that's fine. That's all fine and good, but they still have to turn around and go play a road game this week against a a, a team that that's in Appalachian State. That's they have uh, their entire offensive line is back, and they've got a veteran quarterback. So they should really be able to kind of do what they they want offensively. So unless the entire North Carolina defense just gets on the same page in six days, I don't see how North Carolina is the better team in that game. 
So for that reason, I like Appalachian State plus one and a half, and I wouldn't be that surprised if it goes off Appalachian State a slight favorite. These games like that are like the kind of like the sharp type game overly, like in this case, scare me a little bit because I feel like I'm not necessarily getting the right number with App State. But man, the more I look at this, the more I think North Carolina's got some work to do and Appalachian State's just farther along. So I'll take what I consider to be the more veteran team on their home field. I think they get it done. Highest elevation home field east of the Mississippi, Boone, North Carolina. <laughs> App State plus uh plus his points. Uh the, the market moving trigs way as well. Guys, to finish I'm it up. I'm probably not supposed to share this, yeah. but just because we got done filming bet on it, I'll uh I'll tell you this. That is uh Marco's trap game of the week. So uh hopefully you don't mush him, okay, Trig? Trig, try not to do I that. Mean, I mean I I listen, I, I don't know what He's like no I had I had no a yeah, because I don't mush plays, Chris. I had a, I, I had a. You guys, I forgot to send. Okay, so I have to tell the story really quick about Vegas. Uh, <laughs> the fade you guys came to the golf tournament and were obviously <laughs> obliterated along with the rest of us. And Chris did a. Can't even think about it. Did a uh, trig impression, if you will. And CT just did part of it, which is kind of a silent trig impression, but it is the best thing. And so now what I'm going to do, I'm going to text it to Joe. And every single time Trig starts doing what he just did, I'm just going to play Chris's <laughs> impression of him. That is pretty so good. I'm surprised it hasn't made its way out yet because it, it was pretty spot on. Not going to lie. Kel, every it time I say something to him, I say something to him, Drew. And I ask him a question, and he goes, well, uh, yeah. I go, no, no, no. I don't want to hear the explanation. I don't want to hear it. Don't tell me it. Just Never stop. mind. I digress. It's a yes or no question. The answer is yes or no. I don't need an explanation. That's it, Drew Martin. That's what happens when you're you're a big time in Wager Talk Media now. I mean, he's just over here just crushing. He's, he, he has to give you an explanation now, Chris. This yeah. is just how no. it's going to work. No more I yes or no. <laughs> I've never given him a yes or no answer, so I don't know. That's that's not new. <laughs> he needs to let us know where he really stands. Paco saying he, you you sounding like a mush right now, Trig. Paco Healy in the chat box. Uh oh, so. Paco. I, I I mean I don't know I I don't know why I would be a mush. I, I had a good college football season last year. Baseball's going great, so I I'd, I'd want to be on the on the side of the game I'm giving out, but maybe that's just maybe I'm being overconfident there, Drew. I don't know. We'll see what you you think of my uh, big game breakdown here, Trey. Hopefully that's you don't push it. That's, give it to the people. Come on. Hey, and I'm going to correlate this because it's correlated, or I'm going to kind of move this into uh, the futures section too, guys. We're giving out t uh, like team wins, futures bets to the national championship. This is checking all three boxes, betting them week one, betting them team total over for their season wins, that is, and national championship as well. So uh, throw it out there. Let me know what you all all think of this one. A lot of people talking about this game. I've heard it both ways, actually recently more the other way, but Teddy said earlier that a lot of people were on the side I'm on. So, hey, I'm just going to throw it out there, what I bet. Utah, minus two and a half. You can get it offshore at a prominent book. It's minus three across the board at Wager Talk outside of one global book. Guys, a couple reasons why. Kyle Whittingham, 18th year at Utah. Knows the system, the best 
college head football coach out there, in my opinion. Now, obviously, a lot of people are going to say Nick Saban. I did go to Auburn, so I'm going to give it to Kyle Whittingham. He's going to have him ready to go up against Billy oh, Napier. Oh, Martin Bax just completely discredits Nick Saban. <laughs> yeah. I, I will not be the head coach for the University of Alabama. Came out of his mouth. It, when he was the head coach for the Dolphins, and look, look what happened. You know, so I <laughs> well, people forget listen, about that. We know a lot of these guys lie, okay? And then just because oh, yeah. he's completely obliterated your team all but twice since then, I'm sorry. Hey, Gus Malzahn kind of had his number. Gus Malzahn got how many fired wins did Gus like two, three? I think he was only one game under 500. Actually, I, I think it was three and four, maybe four and five. Wow. I, I'm not sure. I doubt it. Yeah, yeah, he kind of had his number. Remember, I mean, the Cam Newton, yeah, all, all those. Well, years, I knew you know, that. Yeah, yeah, the kick six. That, that's but he all had three, I think you're right. I think he had three wins over Alabama. Okay, well, hey, I'll get back Moral to Utah victories. here. Yeah, no, no, we 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 had their number a little bit, but um, yeah, guys, Utah. Um, Saturday night, it's the one team in the Pac-12 I really don't worry about, offensive and defensive line. The way they've recruited, they got the weight up front. I don't think they're going to be pushed around. Something I worry about, you know, with Oregon traveling to play Georgia, kind of that same feel. But I think Utah is going to be be able to hold their own in the trenches, uh, coaching, returning the quarterback. This is a team that pushed Ohio State to the limit in the Rose Bowl. They return a bunch, offense and defense. And the Gators, look, I think they're going to be good. I think they, I think it actually, the schedule spot favors Utah catching them early here, even though Florida's at home. They also have 25 players from the state of Georgia, state of Florida, and state of Alabama, plus the state of Hawaii. I say those four because humid, hot temperatures. I don't think it will affect them all that much with their roster. Now let me transition into the next section of the show. Um, that is season win totals with Utah, and I'm going over nine. When you look at their their schedule, first off, I think they're going to beat Florida right out the gate. They got at SDSU, who they lost to last year. think they're going to recover there. Arizona State, hey, they'll likely be favored in that one as well. Oregon State, UCLA, USC is the one where they might not go off as the favorite, but it is in Salt Lake. Then they got a bye week before Washington State, Arizona, Stanford, Oregon, they might not be favored depending how the Ducks' uh, uh, schedule goes this year. And then at Colorado, who seems to be down this year, um, I, I, you know, to get three losses out of that uh, out of that schedule, I don't see it. I think they go up and over their season win total of nine. So that's Utah week one season win total of nine and eighty to one to win the national championship. And you better get on that before Saturday night because if they do win week one, it won't be eighty to one anymore because of that schedule in the Pac-12. And guess what? If they do win the Pac-12, go undefeated, they're gonna be into the into the Final Four there, and they won't be anywhere near eighty to one at that point. You can hedge out if you want, even though hedging is kind of for gardeners only, in my opinion. Still, <laughs> Utah, the Utes, that's the way I'm going. CT bets. What do you think of uh, my Utah? And what, what do you got for future season win totals, buddy? Uh, Drew, I mean, I, I don't really mind it. A lot of people I've talked to are, are really high on, on that Utah team. Uh, as everybody knows, I'm on Oregon. I'm not, I'm not crazy about the PAC 12 in general. I think it's kind of a toss up. I think it could be, uh, like Trigg said this morning, I think it could be USC. I think it could be Oregon. Uh, and I think it could be Utah. I think those are, uh, the three contenders there, Drew Martin Betts. So not ruling anybody out. Uh, you're one of my good friends, so I'll be rooting for Oregon to win it and then Utah to come in second. Uh, <laughs> that being said, uh, 
you know, I gave out all my futures last year, uh, last week on, on this show, but Kel wanted to do a little NFL, I believe, this week. So I'll just give a little brief synopsis here on my uh, biggest NFL future. I've been talking about it all summer on your show on Sports uh, Grid TV, Drew Martin Betts, when you've had me on on Sunday nights. And I got a good number here. It's the Ravens over nine and a half, minus 110 um, to get the job done here. I also bet them 22 to one to win the Super Bowl. This Ravens team, they won eight games last year with all the injuries they had. Drew Martin Betts, literally every member of their secondary uh, was out. They lost their best corner, Marcus Peters, uh, before the season even started. He, he'll be back. Um, both running backs, they were out. J.K. and Gus Edwards, they'll be back here. Uh, this team prides themselves on running the football. They'll be able to run it into the ground here. Uh, Bengals, I think Super Bowl hangover a little bit here. I'm not high on this Bengals team this year. Did I mention that Lamar Jackson will be back and healthy? Justin Tucker, best kicker in the league. John Harbaugh, these guys love him. They absolutely love him. They showed how much they love him with all the grit and the fight they had last year, losing those games at the end of the year. Remember all those overtime games, all those close games? They battled with the Rams. I don't know if anybody remembers this. CT was on TV, NBC Boston. CT gave out the Ravens, getting the points. The uh, the host looked at me like I was friggin' crazy for giving out the Ravens, getting the points. He couldn't believe it. And I told him the Ravens were going to cover. Well, they just did cover that game, Drew Martin Betts. They almost won it outright. Patrick Queen, one of the best inside linebackers in the absolute league. Love them to get over nine and a half, Drew Martin Betts. Uh, I think that's a really good bet. And I know it's juiced a little bit right now, and I, I don't mind laying the juice, Drew. If uh, you know, for all the listeners li listening right now, if you get over nine and a half, juiced a little bit, I'd lay it and I'd take a shot. I think it's twenty to one, nineteen to one right now uh, to win the whole thing. I think it's a decent bet. I think they'll be a playoff team and uh, right in contention uh, all year long, Drew. At CTBet16 on Twitter, bringing the heat there uh, with the with the season win total. Um, Trig, did you have a, a season win total you want to throw out a future at all? Yeah, I'll, oh, I'll start. I just want to – well, I was going to say at least Chris has such a huge number that he can hedge out when they play yeah. eventually run into the Bills, your future AFC <laughs> champions. But, uh, Drew, as far as Utah's concerned, I, I texted Chris. I, would, I talked to Chris this morning, and, and he – as he mentioned, I think USC is winning the Pac-12. I, I see cracks with those top teams. What? And for whatever reason, listen, <laughs> I think USC is going to win the Pac-12. You can write that one down too, Cal, um, your little notepad. Uh, I think favorite. USC is going to win the Pac-12. I think they're going <laughs> to win the Pac-12. Yeah, but no no one is this. Usually, they're like the, everyone's kind of you know piling on them. And now it's like all I hear is Utah, Oregon, like all these like kind of what I consider trendy picks. And no one's really talking about USC. So I like USC to win the Pac-12. But as far as your Utah-Florida game is concerned, like I, I don't have a huge opinion there. I'm not overly high on Florida. So like Chris said, I'll, I'll root for you there. I, I can't I can't really disagree with it. And as far as uh, we'll transition to NFL, I like the New York Giants over seven wins. I started to break this down last week. Kel cut me off. She said, you can't talk about NFL right now. Um, so I had all my notes for that last week, and now I can't find them. But what I will say is what I what I do remember, the biggest point I wanted to make is the Giants play a very, very easy schedule. 
in terms they play the the work right now going into the season it's the weakest schedule in the league and and their home games specifically drew are very manageable so if you're talking now we've got the extra game it's a 17 game schedule if you're talking only needing seven win and I, you know i got this i got down on this at seven it might be seven and a half but still if you're talking only needing seven or eight wins and your home games are winnable and your division is the commanders and the eagles and even the Cowboys, who the Giants always play tough, uh, I really think they get to. I think they could be kind of a surprise team that goes eight and nine, or even nine and eight, and, and sort of outperforms what the expectation is. Um, they've been the worst team the last like five years against the spread. No team has covered less than the New York Giants. So I think the market is just very, very down on them based on what's happened to this point. I like the day ball hire. I think they're going to play hard, and I think their schedule is very manageable. Where and, and early on, it's manageable too, where they could, could get a couple wins and, and get hot. And, and Danny Dimes, man, it's, it's this year. It's it's really now or never for him. Uh, I think he finally plays well, and the Giants have a respectable season. We'll call it. I'll call it eight and nine, just in case you have to uh, take the over seven and a half. I really think it gets there. There isn't many guys in the NFL playing for more money than Danny Dimes. You know what I mean? Like he's either going right. to go into being like a career backup third string and make the league minimum, or he's going to like sign for like tens, if not hundreds of millions of dollars after like a great season. And there's plenty of skill. They have so many good skill players on that Giants team. It's just like they've just managed to like misuse talent for years. But I really think they have weapons if Dan if Jones can get the ball to those weapons. They're going to win some games. Yeah, he's in a contract here. We we got to give a, a little shout out here to the chat box. Everybody joining us live. Appreciate all the all the love here. Please smash that like button if you're liking the content. The Hustle Show podcast uh, going live right here on the Wager Talk YouTube channel, 6 p.m. Eastern time each and every Wednesday. Kelly Stewart, Chris Thurston, Adam Trigger. I am Drew Martin. We got uh, Steve in the chat box, Kelly, saying Gus was three and five versus Saban. I think he's right I, in the eight years. Yes. So. Yeah, you, you, you called that one. A little bit of having Nick Saban's number. Hey, three wins over Nick Saban. I uh, not a lot of people can say that. Right. That's yeah, most no, that's than what most people have. Yeah. Point. yeah. I think it is the most. I mean, is there another coach out there that's beaten Nick Saban more? I doubt it. I Dabble. probably doubt it as well. No. Yeah, I mean, no, no. Dabo hasn't played him enough. I mean, it'd have to be That's an SEC true. West coach, and nobody stays That's in the true. SEC West long enough. They all get fired. There's, there's, so there's no one. So there's no one. Yeah. So yeah. did, did Jimbo Fisher ever beat him at FSU? Did FSU ever beat Alabama ever? I can't remember. No. Because he beat him at championship with Jameis. Who did? No, who did Jameis Auburn. play in the national? Auburn. They there you go. Auburn. Sorry, Drew. Yeah. Sorry, Drew Martin Betts. <laughs> I knew it was an SEC then, then, team. No. Sorry, Cal, yeah. they, beat, they, beat Cam, they beat Cam Newton and Auburn. That's right, they did. How no, wild no, no, no. is that? No, see, we've made it to the national championship so many times. There, CT bets. Cam Newton was in 2010. We beat Oregon in Arizona in 2013. I that. that, yeah, 2013. I, I that was, was in Lake Tahoe for that national championship game, sitting at a very dumpy sports book, loving life. Okay, so you you bet a little War Eagle, huh? A little bit, just a tiny bit. Yeah, maybe the. Oh, uh, you best... are right, Drew. I'm sorry, I was mistaken. You are correct. No, a lot of people do that. I, I 2013, yeah. we made that run where we lost to LSU and then won all the games and played FSU. Right. There was a critical pass interference call that Auburn fans will remember towards the end of the game. And okay, uh, it, it okay, gave... Drew Martin Betts, you sound like me from like 1998. 
<laughs> Kelly, what do we got for uh, season win totals? Any futures you want to throw out there? Yeah, I've got quite yeah, a few, uh, but you're going to have to watch some other shows to get them. So if you want my okay. best futures bet, uh, you have to go watch the NFC version of Bet On It or Money Shots. I already gave it out weeks ago along with this one as well. I'll give out this one just because I just put it on my Instagram. Not TikTok yet, but it, it will be up there soon. Don't you worry. Uh, I did uh, Fantasy Football uh, Factory with Mincy and Che, and they thought I was an absolute utter crazy person for this. And then I just did the NFC preview show where at least Marco D'Angelo agreed with me. Uh, Joe Ranieri and I butted a little heads. He said it's Aaron Rodgers' division until he says otherwise. And I love Aaron Rodgers, full disclosure. Big Aaron Rodgers fan. And I know that he has no weapons, but he hasn't had any weapons. Well, he had Devontae Adams, but since Jordy Nelson left. Let's be honest. He had a very nice security blanket with Jordy. And after that, things kind of started to go a little bit downhill. They finally fired Mike McCarthy. I don't think Wolfler is that much more of an upgrade from McCarthy. I think he makes some really dumb decisions from time to time, uh, particularly in NFC Championship games. That being said, I do like this Vikings team. I like their win total over. I bet over nine. I bet Dalvin Cook over nine and a half rushing touchdowns. I bet Kirk Cousins over 4,250 and a half uh, passing yards. Yeah. This is going to have to be on Kirk. I understand that defense is really good. And, oh, by the way, Irv Smith, I just got a text, will be available for game one. So that is going to be very helpful as well. Mm -hmm. But you've got a dual threat in Jeff Justin Jefferson. And Adam Thielen didn't just fall off the face of the earth because they drafted Justin Jefferson. While he's getting double teamed, who do you think is going to be wide open? And new coach McConnell was Kirk Cousins' head coach in Washington. They have a nice rapport already built there, and I think that that carries over. I love Coach Zimmer. You guys know that. Even though he didn't cover very much last year, he kind of killed me there at the end, uh, but he had a hell of a run as a head coach. Turns out he hated Kirk Cousins. Who knew? I never heard that anywhere, and now I found that out. Maybe that's a little chip on Kirk's shoulder, just maybe. But I do think that that running game with Dalvin Cook is going to help open up that offense. A good running game, as Marco said earlier, can make a B quarterback, even a C-plus quarterback like Kirk Cousins, look pretty good. I like this team to also win the division. I bet them plus 270 uh, a couple weeks ago over the Barstool Sportsbook. It is come down a little bit, but I'm sure that if you like to shop around, you can still find some really good value on the Vikings to win the NFC North. A little bit of Vikings action there from Kelly in Vegas. Reminder, we are brought to you by Viva Tequila Seltzer. Elderberry, if you're looking to pour a shot in there, loaded uh, te loaded Viva Tequila Seltzer is my favorite. VivaTequilaSeltzer.com. Coupon code HUSTLE at checkout is the way to go. Zero sugar in those drinks, guys. It helps with the hangover the next day. I know by experience. Follow them on Twitter at Viva Seltzer. Check out WagerTalk.com, guys. We got free. Free plays up for uh, college football and MLB right now. A lot of free information for all you betters out there. Also, the best free live odds in the industry. We got uh, mailbag time, best bet time. Trig, did we have any uh, any mail to hit? To hit any any comments to hit here for this show? Um, I you know I thought one can't. Let me just check. I I thought someone asked one. I didn't see one before the show. I was trying to just see if there was. I mean, let me go to the hustle Twitter real quick. And okay. you operate it. I thought, oh, who holds the advantage? Oh, <laughs> all right. Who who holds? Never mind. I, I read that wrong. Listen, uh, Drew, what we, what we had one last week too. Uh, one of our good uh, listeners asked uh, a question. Drew, 
uh, and now I can't think of what it was, but it was something to do with line movement uh, about the Northwestern game. I don't know if you recall it, Drew. I remember seeing it, but I can't can't uh, remember off the top of my head. We said okay, we would answer. From, well, it, yeah, it went from like 10 to 13 and a half. Um, the money was wrong, right? Because the money was oh, coming I, in I, on I Nebraska. He, I okay. remember the question. He asked He asked if, if you guys tried – if we tried a middle or if it was ever a good decision in middle. And yeah. I said I never tried a middle. If I've got a good number, I just, I'd rather have the, the books in that spot and I'd ride it out. But – the only time I would ever middle is if I was trying to hedge off because I, I got like news about the other side. So that was the question. And that was my answer. I don't know if I'll, if you guys have the same answer, but that was the question. Uh, 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 Trey, I'm the same with you. I think it's, it's too much work. I, uh, my two good friends, uh, Dan Lifshatz middles all the time uh, and, and scalps. I think it's too much work. I don't have the time to do that. If I have a good number, I stick with it. And if I hear news the other way, I'll get off of it. I, I think Kel's the same way, uh, but that that's my answer. I'm with you on that one, Trig. I mean, for for what I do with it, Trig, is I the, the only time I really middle is like in November and December college basketball totals. Like if you hit them at the open. Oh, but towards Drew, the under, that's such like a different – that is such a yeah, different that's... animal. Those just get obliterated. If you exactly. are there – on your phone or at your computer or at the book when those open they are just a free for all that is like, yeah. i think it's a completely different scenario where we're talking about several key numbers in college football nfl absolutely would i if it was if i caught three and a half and the line closed two and a half would i bet the closing line and try to hope the game lands three maybe if i thought if i thought it was really uh, advantageous, not every single game, not every single time that happens. Oh. But have I seen people actually take the three and a half and then the money line with the favorite? Uh, yes, a ton of times. Uh, me, like Chris said, it, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Yeah. 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 And you got to be I've on got your toes. A, I've got, I've got exactly. a, a, the one time you might do it would be like, so if you like to bet teasers in the NFL and you like to just tease numbers, and you do it early in the week before those lines move. Like a lot of times on the on the day of the game, I'll fire teasers and then I'll just come back and bet the other side because I don't really That's like I was putting te- I, I hate to break it to you. That's Why not is it not a middle? middle? Why it's is it not a middle? middle? It's just a, a how is that not a middle? If you hit, if, I'm saying if you hit the first leg of the teaser and you end I'm up with sorry. a teaser leg that isn't That's like called hedging. what you want. That's called hedging. That's called hedging. How if is you that hedging? one leg? And you hit one no, leg already, not, and it, you're now you're, there's you're, another leg, and you're like, screw it, I'm gonna try to middle the second game that I have a teaser yeah. leg, and now either the points yeah. or the money line. That's not a true literal leg. definition that's, of a middle. That's literally a like that's another. You're trying to fall within the middle. You're trying of, to win two bets. I understand, but my God, Trey. Oh, uh, okay. Still a middle. <laughs> you're 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 just it's just a bigger middle. I you know. Okay. Still in bed. Okay. Here we go. We need the definitions for uh, for betting literature out here and uh, get this. It, yeah. If it's still a middle, uh, I don't know. That's a tough one. Let us know what you guys think in the chat box. Reply below on the Wager Talk uh, YouTube channel. Is that really a middle? I, to tell you the truth, I'm not sure. CT, CT bets. Where do you stand? 
I don't know, Kel, correct me if I'm wrong. I think this is a good example of it, right? So this weekend is a big marquee game, uh, Notre Dame at Ohio State. I have a really good number. I bet it uh, months ago. I have Ohio State minus 14. I know our producer, will Joe Ranieri, will agree with me. A middle would be, if it, you know, 17, 17 and a half, I'm looking at the wager talk odds board uh, right now. Uh, a middle would be if I took Notre Dame plus 17 or plus 17 and a half and try and hit it right there on, on the head, right? Which I'm not going to do because I actually like Notre, I like Ohio State to win by 21 plus. So that's not what I'm, I'm going to do. But Kel, did I do a better job of explaining what a middle would be than Trigg did? Yeah. Okay. And that would make sense <laughs> as a middle. You 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 laid 14. That means if the game right. lands 14, 15, 16, or 17, and you took 17 and a half, you have a three and a half point middle. Thank you. I would win okay. both. So can right. All right. Trig, so I Trig, fire, I'm cutting I you off. NFL. I love you so much. I've been sitting in front of this camera all day. All day long. All right. Let's and go I don't want to argue with you because I love and care about you that much. <laughs> I I very much appreciate that, Kel. Thank you, Kelly. Don't that was a long. Can I start? Very, very Do you want long. me to start best bets, Drew? Do you want me to start Please. best bets? All right. Please, Chris. The reason I want to start best bets is because I'm going to give a bonus baseball best bet. <laughs> it goes in ten minutes, so I want to make sure the people get it in. So. And I knew that you would do that, which is why I made sure to include it in the show. It's the Tigers plus one and a half. And yes. it starts in 10 minutes. It's a 4% play for me tonight. So <laughs> I wanted course. to make sure that got out there. No, nobody and should I'm bet it. Gonna... I'm going to bet it and it's going to lose. You guys are welcome in advance. It never and fails. If I bet trade just... play, it loses. Listen, and just because Kel gave us this great foreshadowing earlier in the show, I'm giving out another 4% play of mine. And that's UTEP plus 31 and a half points, and it's going to be my best bet for the show. I lost with UTEP last week, but I don't think that that final score against North Texas was reflective of the game that was played. I think it makes UTEP look worse than they are, and they're already coming into this game against Oklahoma as if they have no chance, which I don't think is – I think well, that's the, a little bit – The good news for you Go is ahead. Dana Dimmel's seen Oklahoma for like 25 years in a row. It, right, so that was – so. Kel gives me a great segue into UTEP's experience, not only with Demel, but most of their defense is back, specifically their front front four. They have, a, they have a good pass rush. They're just better than a team that should be getting 31 points after having a, a game under their belt against an Oklahoma team who has a new coach and a new system that, that could, you know, it could take some time for them to get going. I don't dispute Oklahoma's offense being awesome. They have a ton of good skill players, but they're going to find a way to give up 20, 24 points and probably win this game like 48, 24. How are they going to cover if they're this offensively inept? How many field goals is Dana Dimmel going to kick for you to cover this game? I'm full disclosure. I think that Brent Venables is going to need a little bit of time with Oklahoma. But Oklahoma should be able to name that score once they get going. Why Kel, not I'm so take glad you UTEP asked that. in the first? Oh, thank God you asked that, Kel, so we could hear a fucking explanation, please. That's right. So what Kel was going to say is why not take a UTEP in the first half, maybe set up like a middle or something like that. But UTEP put up 400 yards of offense last week, and 300 were through the air. 
They're going to score some points. They're going to cover 31 and a half, and it might even be 31 or 30. I would bet it now. I think it keeps dropping. Uh, UTEP's going to give Oklahoma a better game than the than the betting public thinks, and they're going to cover the number. I don't disagree Guys, with you. Okay. Right. Little little minor action. Maybe you know what, Trig, something that that might help you is I bet UTEP last week. I really liked it. And I've been like one year early, one week early on a lot of bets. So if you bet one of my bets like after I lose on it, it's usually a really good bet. That's and like correlated- my Super Bowl futures, Drew. Really? Is that is that what happens? You bet a team to win the yeah, Super Bowl and then the, the next Bills, year they win. I it? had the Bills last year to win the whole thing. I, I know for a fact they're going to win the Super Bowl this year, and Treg is going to rub it in my face for the next 22 fucking weeks. And yeah, the next I, 22 I, after that, and probably forever if that happens. Yes. Uh, I, I had Sandy Alcantara to win the uh, Cy Young last year, 100 to yeah. win 20,000. And uh, sure enough, he's leading it here in the month of August in the NL. So oh. it, it, it's just the way it goes, guys. It's the way it goes yeah. in this business. Um, but I'll, I'll follow up that best bet real quickly. Uh, UTEP, it's correlated with it. I say it's correlated because they played North Texas last week and really got, like Kelly said, offensively inept. I'm thinking that my read on UTEP wasn't all that bad at least i'm being hopeful that it wasn't and i'm going to parlay that into north texas against smu back in the mean green thinking the mean green just snuck up on utep last week so so kind of ride that wave into this week they're catching big points here as high as 12 against smu so i'm going north texas mean green plus 12 against southern methodist on saturday that will be my best bet for the hustle kelly did you have a uh, best bet and any final thoughts here before we shut it down so I'm debating. So on Wednesdays, I do bet on it. And last year, I gave out the same best bet. And I don't know if this is a different audience. And I also don't want to confuse people. So I should probably just stick with it. Also, Ralph talked me off North Texas. I needed you to do a better explanation because they're still on my long list for my parlay. But Ralph scared me about teams that already had a game under their belts, uh, amongst a couple other things. But that being said, I'm with you on North Texas. Uh, I'm going to take Cincinnati here. And I... I I'm going to get some shit for it because I just did a show with Megan and Mincy and he brought this game up and I said, uh, you know, I'm not really that high on Cincinnati this year. I really like what Sam Pittman did in, you know, has done in Arkansas. I mean, he took this team from absolute shambles and he's made them a respectable program again. Can they follow up with that? I don't know. Uh, especially because Cincinnati lost so many guys, including Desmond Ryder, uh, Jerome Ford, Alec Pierce. I- I'm really excited to see what the Cincinnati team can do. I know they're headed to the Big 12 next year. But I think what we're going to see more importantly is some regression. And we're going to see a really solid Bearcats defense take advantage of said regression. This is, uh, again, an Arkansas team that I don't want to sit here and bash, but I think that they really – over exceeded last year they kind of remind me of the Bengals, and uh whether or not the Bengals can repeat a at least a super bowl appearance is going to be really interesting also from our good friend mark lawrence cincinnati in their last nine games as a dog of three to nine points guess what they're nine and oh i love those kind of stats just to give me that little extra nudge that says hey guess what you can take the points but can they pull off the upset in Fayetteville? I think so. Uh, Woo Pig Suey, I think, is going to take a step back this season, and it starts here week one with the Bearcats coming to town. 
Uh-oh, watch out for Cincinnati. Woo, pig suey might be going down. Watch out there in Arkansas. CTBets16 on Twitter. Chris Thurston, what do you got for best bets? Final thoughts. Jamar Betts, I'm going to give a little double whammy here. I gave all my futures out last week. Uh, I had a little coming with God last night at dinner. I added one. I'm not going to tweet this, so if you're listening to the show, uh, you get this out, okay? Jamar and Betts is a double whammy. Uh, I bet last night, pretty big, Clemson, over 10 wins, minus 140. And then I'm going to give out my best bet on this show. No, this isn't my style. No, Kellett's going to hate it. Can't believe I'm giving it out. But it's Clemson, minus 22 on Labor Day. On Monday night. Not sure if anybody knows this, but Jeff Collins is right behind Scott Frost doing a really, really, really good job over there at Georgia Tech. He's 9-25 and in his three years. Drew Martin Betts at Georgia Tech. They return two on offense, two on defense. Their best player, Jamar Gibbs, running back, he transferred to Alabama. Watch out for him. He's going to be an absolute stud. Their last two games last year got blown out. Uh, 55 nothing to ND, 45 nothing to Georgia. I know I was really, really high on this Clemson team last year on this show. Think about it, Drew Martin Betts. I went back and looked at all the stats and everything. This team lost to the national champs the first game of the year, 10 to 3, on a pick six. It's going to be the best defense in the entire country by far. Remember Georgia's defense last year? That's going to be Clemson this year. Dabo's Are you going not to afraid with Brent Venables being gone? Nope. Doesn't make, doesn't make a difference. I love Street. They brought in Streeter, OC, Wes Goodwin on, on DC. Uh, Dabo said the other day he wouldn't be surprised if all seven of his defensive linemen get drafted this year. Best defense. They do have in the, the best country. defensive line in the country. I don't know how Georgia Tech is going to score. Drew Martin bets. It's so not a me bet. I love Clemson to win by 30 plus. That's my best bet. And bet them over 10 wins. They get NC State at home this year. Revenge game. They're not losing that one. They're gonna go to ND and win that game. Worst case scenario, 11 and one for Clemson. They get back on the Clemson train that we're all used to seeing. Great breakdown. Hopefully we get a hula after that, uh, CT Vets. I like the breakdown in, in, in the defensive line stuff. Georgia Tech, I mean, they're wishing they still had Paul Johnson running the option. They went to the ACC championship three times under him. And then they show him they, the door, and it's been garbage ever since. They might not win three games this year, uh, Drew. That's how bad Georgia Tech's going to be, just to let everybody know. They're going to be absolutely atrocious. But doesn't mean they won't cover. This team was uh, good for me last year. I bet them a couple times, including that nice underdog outright winner from them. So hopefully they can at least keep it respectable in, uh, you know, touchdown type situations. But sure, if they get blown out on Monday, I'm with you, CT. I play in a couple different contests, uh, like office football pool type contests, you know. And so there's a lot of stale lines. And uh, I laid, I, 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 I cringed when I did it, but I laid 20 and a half with uh, Clemson this morning. Great show, Kelly, Chris, uh, Adam. Huge shout out to the chat box, Brent. Uh, Johnny Outlaw, Paco Healy, Bob in the house as well. Uh, Raven, Ron, Fortinaw, all you guys. Snacks, Randy, Robert, thank you for joining us live. Six o'clock next Wednesday as well, right here on the Wager Talk YouTube channel, wherever you're downloading your podcast at The Hustle Show Podcast. VivaTequilaSeltzer.com. Guys, check it out. 
Coupon code HUSTLE at checkout takes 10% off. Viva TequilaSeltzer.com. WagerTalk.com. Free plays up and available. Live odds tab. We're talking about these line moves, guys. Check it out. Live odds. WagerTalk.com. For Kelly Stewart, Chris Thurston, Adam Trigger, I am Drew Martin. Best of luck with your bets. We'll talk next Wednesday.